This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. We understand that some of our opinions will not be shared with many people and hope you can still bear with us in order to hear amazing Wisconsin-based stories. We are not licensed therapists or able to give legal advice by any means. Our show notes will provide all of our source materials included for each episode. Now Now on on to to the the show. Welcome back to All the Sins of Wisconsin. I'm Fallon and I'm here with Mims. How are you? I'm doing great today. Today is the last episode. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. It is. It's been damn near two years with you, Fallon, and I've enjoyed this entire time. And we're going to talk about a lot of cool things today. So this is the last episode that's going to be hosted by myself and Fallon under All the Sins of Wisconsin. But the good news is that All the Sins Worldwide will be streamed off of this platform so you won't have to go anywhere. Uh, It will continue as season two with co-host Jess and I. We have a lot of cool things planned, including amazing and interesting special guests. So definitely keep on listening. Also, for listeners that are interested in passive income, entrepreneurship, business mindsets, please tune into my other upcoming podcast called Passive Aggressive Income, hosted by Lexi Starr and I. It'll be really cool and informative in a non-boring way. I'd like to think of it like a Bill Nye the Science Guy type of informative. So if you like that type of vibe, come check us out. That sounds fun. (laughs) okay so do you have any true crime news before i go into my whole spiel um the only thing i know is this morning there was a bomb threat in appleton did you hear about that i did not i can't keep up with all of this craziness yeah um i just noticed because the police issue like a do not travel over here message this morning and then eventually they followed up with why they shut down the roads because it was right on wisconsin and richmond so they had closed off parts of wisconsin and richmond like during peak commuting time today i guess somebody had called in a bomb threat so they had like bomb sniffing dogs and drones and it was like a scene from a movie right but there was nothing oh my god that sucks I don't know how people get enjoyment out of that. I don't understand it, but because they're going to get caught. Like it's not the nineties, <laughs> right? Everything is traceable, man. Yeah, yeah, everything's traceable. You're going to get caught. Yeah, what an idiot. Yeah. Well, that is interesting, and that brings us now to Racine, Wisconsin. Apparently, mm-hmm. people like to start off their week and early Monday morning with violence. Ooh. 
So technically it was Sunday evening, Mount Pleasant Police Department responded to a call for shots fired. Then Racine PD issued a traffic stop and that driver got out of the car. Uh, Apparently this is like the alleged person that was the call was in regards to. So the person started fleeing. He was fleeing into tall grass near Clayton. The man refused to come out and officers went in. They approached the man and according to the officers, obviously nobody else, but the officers and the man were there. He started firing at them and then they fired back. And now that man is deceased. Hmm. So that's a really crazy way to start off the week. I hope that um, we can level out the week moving in. I mean, bomb threats and uh, police shootings aren't my favorite thing. So it's a great way to start a Monday. You're right. Okay. So I came across this case in the most random way. I was standing in line at the DMV and one of the TVs that they have flashed a missing persons poster. And I just felt compelled to look into it. So I took a picture of it uh, just in case I would forget And this is the story of Barbara Denise Davis. Are you ready? I am. Sources are Only in Your State, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and Fox 6 Milwaukee. Unfortunately, this case does not have a lot of uh, media coverage. I could only find two articles, which is really sad. So let's take this all the way back to February 4th, 1980. The body of 17-year-old Barbara Denise Davis was found shortly after 7 a.m. in an alley in the 1300 block of South 19th Street in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A third shift worker in the area, Justalino Lopez, was heading home in several stumbled about Barbara's body just laying in the alley. Mr. Lopez saw that she was severely beaten and looked lifeless. And out of respect, he then covered her body with a blanket and then called the police. So Barbara was found wearing a red, green, and yellow long sleeve blouse, blue jeans, and black heels. She was all dolled up because she was out at Sardino's nightclub at around 10 p.m., eight hours before she was found. She was still clothed and determined to not have been sexually assaulted, which was kind of odd to me, but that was good. The investigators believed she was killed somewhere else and then moved to the alley location due to the fact that her head injuries were so severe If she had been killed in that alley, there would have been a lot of blood present, but there was only a a spot of blood found about 100 feet from where the actual crime scene was. So it didn't make any sense. And it wasn't like there was a drag mark of blood going from that point to where her body was found. That's really strange. Right. Investigators had one lead, and that was to look for a late model red or maroon and gray Pontiac. 
They searched for the specific vehicle as it was seen earlier near the crime scene with its trunk open, but that led nowhere. Investigators also had another lead, which didn't mention how this unnamed 19-year-old man was a suspect, but nothing came of it and no arrests were made, so it just wasn't going anywhere, unfortunately. Barbara's family was notified that very morning. Her seven-year-old sister, Leticia Pace, woke up to find her mother's friends who had been playing cards all night back at the house. Effie Pace took her daughter to the kitchen and told her she wasn't going to be going to school that day and that she there would there had been an accident and Barbara wouldn't be coming back home. So Leticia stated, I knew what death was about. We went to church and I knew if someone died or they were killed, they weren't coming back. End quote. This is a seven-year-old. That's like so she true. already knew that it was definite. Yeah. Barbara's sister remembered how she and her big sister would giggle while singing Georgie Porgy on bus trips to what was then Capitol Court. I know that just like broke my heart when I heard that. Yeah. Leticia also stated she was funny and playful. She had a little bit of a mean streak in her, but she was very loving, end quote. No credible leads have ever been generated and days turn into weeks weeks turn into months and months turn into years barbara davis's grisly murder remains open cold and unanswered according to newspapers reports from the time as a teen barbara had left home the previous november her mother never wanted her to leave and asked her to come home but barbara was determined to make it on her own she was living with her friends in the 100 block of East Pleasant Street on the east side of Milwaukee and was just trying to be independent and on her own. On a Super Bowl Sunday, Effie Pace poured more than three decades of her grief into a letter she wrote to her daughter on the 33rd anniversary of Barbara's unsolved murder. The letter is short and simple, and it is an expression of grief that can be felt by a mother who loved and lost her own child to a murderer who left her beaten to a pulp and in a snow-covered alley. In the letter Effie wrote, there isn't a day that goes by that I don't miss you and wish you were here. I have you very much on my mind, end quote. Detective Catherine Spano of the Milwaukee Police Department's cold case unit stated, it has gone, got to be hard to lose a loved one the way Barbara's family did, but to never find the answers, who, why, how, makes the loss so much greater and harder for them to accept what happened. When a grieving family knows a killer has been brought to justice, these questions are answered, giving them peace of mind. They seem to be able to put their sadness behind and are able to accept their loss a little bit better. These are the reasons we want so badly to solve these cases, end quote. And that is the case of Barbara Denise Davis and her family's dedication of three decades, still trying to find answers to the murder of their loved one. 
that was only 17 years old. Anyone with information that Maybe. might help. Huh? They haven't had any leads at all? No, nothing. After those two, the car lead and then the unnamed man lead, nothing, which is very surprising to me. And the fact that they couldn't find any sexual assault or anything that resembled to be DNA it doesn't help either because obviously if there was DNA left way back then, we could potentially solve it now, but right. that, that wasn't present. So it really does suck. Anyone with information that might help police solve the murder of Barbara Denise Davis is asked to call the Milwaukee Police Cold Case Hotline at 414-935-1212. They want answers. Barbara's family wants answers. And I mean, we want answers too. Everybody deserves to have closure and to have their killer brought to justice. And I wanted to dedicate my last episode to Barbara Denise Davis. Great job. Thank you. I haven't heard of her case before either. Yeah, I I can't believe that I was just going to the DMV, like updating my (laughs) driver's license. And I looked up and I seen her, her beautiful picture on there. And I'm like, wow, I just read a little snippet of her case. And I didn't know that the DMV even did that. Me either. Super weird, but it brought me here. Very interesting. More fate. Or fate. (laughs) All right. Well, this is not a goodbye, but uh, see you soon, listeners. Yes. We love you. We do. Bye. Bye. All the Sins of Wisconsin was written, recorded, edited, and produced by Fallon and Mims. Thank you so much to all of our listeners, supporters, friends, and family that continually allow us to do what we love. If you love our show as much as we love you, please give us a glowing rating and review. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to see what we are up to and email us your sinner tales at allthesinsofwi at gmail.com. Episodes of All the Sins of Wisconsin are available for free wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't Don't forget, forget, we we love you. you.